Enemy, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Enemy Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 147. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And my fingers still smell like buffalo wild wings. Ew. Good to know. It's hot barbecue sauce. It's tasty. When did you finish up eating? Um... Would you believe I finished eating around about um almost close to forty five minutes ago? So wet naps, washing your hands—that never occurred to you. No, I did wash my hands. That's just it. Oh. Ew. What? It what this? It wasn't like it was drenched in um in sauce. He's got kind of a point there. Yeah, but I, mm. but I did run out of um, out of a uh, blue cheese uh, dressing, so I have to pick up another container um next week. Oh, <laughs> Well, it's kind of well on a plus side. I I was home at least about ten to fifteen minutes before NCIS tonight, which is something that rarely happens. Well, congrats on that. Damn right, and. What the fuck, NCIS? It was a good episode. Yeah, it was. But the feels, man, the feels. <sighs> yeah. All right. All right. Before, before we derail, before we officially derail and fall over. <laughs> too late. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's too late. We are live tonight, week of January fourteenth, two thousand fourteen. Um, we're live on the Vogue Network Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern, with replays at Thursdays at one. Check out interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. If you have a chat client such as Chatzilla, uh, Merck, or XChat, you can punch in irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is Vog. Or you can head over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. There is a link. You click on it, your chat client will see it and kick you right into the chat room for some fun. Okay, and let's go ahead and activate the check-ins. And check-ins are now live. Check-ins, you get points for uh, checking into podcasts. I believe um, posting on various information on the forums. And when you check in, you get points towards a raffle. And I still don't know what this month's raffle is. I'm gonna have to ask Bobby about that. And also, I have to throw something in there, probably for next for next month's raffle. That should be cool. Oh, something fun. Uh, like a, uh, guessing a Luigi related? <laughs> no, 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 no. It'll probably be something like a twenty dollar gift card to Amazon or something anime related or something. <clears throat> maybe Works like a me. maybe like a two month subscription to Funimation Channel or something. Who knows? We'll we'll have to see what I can. Let's we'll see if I can like kind of shake out of the coffers. So. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Um, you know, most of it was work-related and mm, getting as much overtime as I can. Of course, we had a Katori Con this weekend. Yep. And it was nice hanging out with uh, everyone again. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just glad that you know Michelle was uh, Michelle Knotts was hanging out with us and she didn't, you know, th- 
think of me as some like weirdo or freak or anything uh, like that. No, we can't. Don't worry. Trust me. There's another weirdo slash freak that's in the that's out there that that she's more wary of. So you have nothing to worry about. Oh, good. But uh, yeah, that's about the gist of it for me. I mean, oh, let's see. Yeah, my I got a couple birthdays. I got to buy presents for this week, which mm -hmm. uh, even with my boosted paycheck from uh, the holiday pay, it's uh, yeah. going to be kind of messy. But, uh, yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't as inspired or uh, or whatever from uh, everyone as everyone else's, but, you know, that was yeah. me. I, I, don't even worry about it, dude. Mm -hmm. It's not a big thing. Not a big thing. Is it just me, or is the music randomly, like, speed up to, uh, or slow down. No, it's coming through normally fine right over here. Uh, I hear it speed up and slow down too. I think it's just uh, the feed. On our yeah, I think it's just on our end. Yeah, it could Probably. be. Uh, well, I, I I wouldn't worry too too much. As as long as the listeners aren't complaining, we're, we're good. We're we're good. That's all that matters. The last thing you need is another reason for them to come at you with torches and pitchforks. You think? Breathing is enough for them to come after him. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that, that's it for me. Okay. Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Um... Well, my week was basically just getting ready for uh, the convention. Mm -hmm. uh, having the last four days off was really nice, and then having to go back to work today was kind of crappy. Swing low, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the last, uh, last two days I've basically been either reading on my tablet, which, yay, I have a tablet again. Hooray! Or... Or playing Deadpool, which, yay, I have Deadpool. Pineapple surprise! <laughs> or, uh, yesterday I was playing, uh, that new X-Men, X-Men Destinies. I'm sorry. Which, actually, I like it. Hmm. <laughs> I'm having fun with it. But then again, I just get giddy over seeing the different, uh, the different characters. So, I got to, I got up to where, like, Gambit's starting to give you missions to do. I'm like, yay, Gambit! Is he voice of that, uh, French act, that Creole accent that's over the top? It's not completely over the top. The accents aren't, like, e even, um, some of the other characters, like, uh, Kurt, Nightcrawler, sh I, I think should have a stronger German accent, but you get enough of it to understand him. Um, and know that yeah, he's he's got that accent, but at the same time, it's not as uh not as bad as or not as deep as I think it should be. Like in the movie, he was in. Well, in the movie and in the other uh, the other cartoons and some of the other games, he just had a stronger accent. In the Berlin Circus, I was the incredible Nightcrawler. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it's pretty good so far. I mean I I'm not very far into it yet. 
I couldn't play very late last night since I had to get up for work early this morning. Swing. But I'm having shut up. But I'm having fun with it. By the way, the Deadpool game, does he completely destroy the fourth wall in the first couple minutes? Yeah, if you watch um like if you don't hit start or anything like that and just watch it, um like there's no opening song or opening scene like that. But if you sit there and watch it, you can, like, he's just sitting on the couch, and he'll start scratching his balls, and then he'll sigh, waiting for you. And if you keep, like, if you just sit there for a while, he'll actually get up and start yelling at you through the TV. <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of like Conker. He's like, hey, quit that. You're, you're going to go blind. Yeah, but, um, like, the for first the thing. Harold and, Ku Harold and Kumar DVD for the first movie. Oh, you right. You let it go for too long, and they start shouting at you to hit play. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like this, um, the first part that you get is you're basically um, inspecting his apartment and going through, and there there's a part where you can have him go to the bathroom and take a crap. Good. And well, like it, he he goes to drop his pants, and like the little um, the little black box comes over his uh. Oh, oh, no, it. it it basically it, it's um, over his crotch, and he's looking at it, and he's like, "That's not big enough," and he starts stretching it out. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's really really funny just to go through. Um, I got to a part where basically uh, he's uh, he's actually got to beat um, Wolverine is unconscious, and he's smacking him to try and wake him up. So you just keep hit, uh, hitting the button to make Deadpool smack him over and over and over again. And he just goes on and is like, this is for this, and this is for this. And by the end of it, he's like, this is because the person keeps hitting the button. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's really, really, really funny just to keep doing things and listen to the crap that he says. Well, if you in the in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Nemesis forty seven says, "One trophy you can get. Try to lower the voice option in the options menu all the way down. You get a trophy on a PS three or an achievement if you got an Xbox three sixty. I guess he takes offense to be muted. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I, you've seen a uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Well, the thing is about the Deadpool game, I've heard mixed reviews about it, and it kind of goes in the category of Duke Nukem Forever, only. Pretty much, if you're a big fan of the series or the character, buy the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, really like Deadpool. And while I can't get... Because I'm really, really not good at shooters. Mm -hmm. Especially when they don't, like, um, auto-track or auto-aim. So I've just been going at people with, his, uh, with the swords. Mm -hmm. And I'm having a lot of fun doing that. Because if you get it up there right, you actually, like, decapitate people. So, I'm having fun with that. Now, I'm suddenly reminded that one picture I saw earlier today, uh, Deadpool is Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you put... I forget, like, I'm not sure if I... I think I saw it first, but, uh, I'm like, I keep throwing my money at, at the screen, but nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was you. I should have said, but... you should have swiped your credit card against your monitor. Yeah, but you know the, um... There's a comic art out there of Deadpool um, cooking pancakes, mm -hmm. and he's just got piles and piles and piles of pancakes. pancakes. 
Well, when you're when you're going through his apartment, you can actually go into the kitchen and make him cook pancakes. And when he's done, he's got just a huge pile of pancakes. It's all over the kitchen. Let me guess. Pancakes is his favorite food. No. <laughs> what? No. It's all about the chimichangas. Ah. <laughs> I have to pick up this game. But yeah, I, I'm I'm <laughs> having a lot of fun with this game. It was like I got it on Black Friday for twenty, so it's probably like forty now. So if you wait, you might be able to pick up a used copy for like thirty-five. Yeah, I think I was looking on Amazon, and it's like uh in the low thirties on Amazon. Yep. And if you can find a copy at Best Buy, price match. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, my weekend day was, was you know, getting ready for um, for KatoriCon. Last week, me and a friend of mine, we went to go see uh, Uncle Yo. He wasn't doing stand-up, but he wrote a play. Um, I forget the name of it, even though the, 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 like the playbill for it is like maybe like six feet away and the cables won't reach. It was a funny play about the 1% and so forth. Now I remember what it's called. Parables of the one percent, something like that. It was pretty funny. It was like pretty much explaining like the one percent being at the top of the food chain, bottom of the food chain, with a bit of comedy behind it. It was pretty good. And he actually wrote that, so that was really interesting. Plus the fact that every time they were switching scenes, they had clips of uh of um Lewis Black. Hmm. Which reminds me I have to start watching some more of his stand up. Yes, Nemesis. Parables of the 1% is this play. Yep, that's it. Um, let's see. KatoriCon was fun and was cool. It was a little scattered at first, but we'll get in, in depth detail about that later in the, in the showgram. Um, showgram? That's a new one. Eh, I stole it from Travis. Stop stealing shit. I'm black, I can't help it. Stop stealing oh, shit. God. <laughs> Again, I'm black. I can't help it. You ain't black. Hush. You ain't black. Hush. Stealing shit. Hush. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <sighs> well, you know where that. Well, you know where that's going. Anywho, but on the positive side, um. As you all know, I I, I, know, I, I work for a bank, and um, if you watch the Xbox 360 commercials, you can kind of figure it out, but I've been working there as a contract through a contract for about 90 days. So the agency I'm with sends me email about, you know, medical dental, and I'm like, well, my 90 days is coming up, and they did say 90 days contract to hire, so I've fire off an email to the manager at the, at the actual contract company I'm working with that put me there because with a lot of like a lot of businesses they outsource their tech support by a third party company that handles all of it so that's what I do so I get a call they pretty much they had already started the paperwork of transitioning me over to this other company hooray so I'm pretty much looking at a promotion and pay raise Good for you. Thanks. It's not, Congrats. Thanks. 
it's not really a promotion per se, but it's like a change up in title. So instead of like level one tech support, field engineer. So yeah, you you've got so oh, fuck. so that's all gonna go through within like the next two or three weeks. That's pretty cool. Okay, so, you grew to level two. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I leveled up. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you know that, and that was pretty much it. And, that, and that's been my weekend day. And oddly enough, when I got home Sunday. I actually am like three quarters unpacked. The only thing is left is like clothing and the camcorder is still in the in the pack in the bag. Yeah, my trunk still has all of my crap in it. Hmm. What about your ass? <laughs> that's in my that that's in my seat. It's not in my trunk. <laughs> well, I had junk in the trunk, so. Lol, lol, lol. <laughs> okay. Okay, all right. All right, we got, we have a lot in store tonight. Uh, like I said, we're going to be talking about uh, KatoriCon. We have some good, interesting Sailor Moon news and other cool stuff coming down the pipe. So how about we go ahead, kick off our first break, and when we get back, we kind of pretty much get the ball rolling. What do you all say? Works for me. Not like we have a choice in the matter. Yar! 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 Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we'll be back.
If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOGNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. Okay, so the strangest thing just happened in my inbox, and I'm kind of flabbergasted by it. What happened? Press passes to Springfest. <laughs> Lol. Hooray? I'm not sure what to think of it, but the, you want to know something? I didn't even put the application in yet. Maybe they're getting wise to us. Maybe. Well, and all you do is bitch. I don't know. <laughs> why do they keep inviting you and allowing you if all you do is bitch and moan and complain? I severely doubt they're going to try and wine and dine us. Maybe because I'm the Simon Cowell of anime conventions or something? I don't know. Well, if you go, yeah, I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> I don't want to hear one word of bitching about how problematic it is, about how it's a shit convention, because you keep going. Bring me with you. I'll, we can bitch together. I was actually thinking about asking uh, Silver Phoenix to join me, but if you want to make the trek all the way up, I ain't going to stop you. Not the worst thing I've ever done with a free day. Point taken. And also, I also found this out through one of my reliable sources. You know that local that local con in Philly, Taki? What about it? We're also banned from there, too. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back, come back, come back. We are banned from a con? Uh, Y'all can... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I clearly miss something. How the fuck did that happen? Okay, all right. You are working when this shit happened. Um, I'm there recording, and I'm just observing how everything is run. You must have missed that Facebook post where I was talking about how bad the convention was. I was the, saying... The convention it, being poorly run. That could be any, any one of numerous posts on your Facebook. True. But at least this con has their website up. <laughs> so you got banned? Because I thought, cause, cause I thought the con was bad. Oh, boo-hoo. Someone gave him a negative review. Ugh. And I was being nice about it. In the end, the con did pull it together, but still, you know. Well, it's EA not really a con. Yeah. It's a karaoke event. There's a big difference. True. but the fact You cannot call a karaoke event a con. True. But when they have 
dealers' tables, gaming rooms, and still all not that. a con. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. People still call it, and you're right. And if we go to the chat room, Gamer Girl Access, you mean people go to Taki? Yes, Season 17 is rolling up. Season 17 is in is the weekend after Anime Next. <laughs> it's a karaoke event, and I'm sorry, but a lot of the karaoke events, yeah, you get you basically get a bunch of people together to sing, but at the same time, it's a bunch of people thinking that they can sing better than they can and singing in front of people trying to put their names out there. Singing, and there's no alcohol involved. Singing and dancing. Well, again, still, I'm yeah. sorry, but if I'm going to do something like that, or I'm going to watch people do something like that, I'm going to go to a fucking karaoke bar. <laughs> to register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, streetcar. True. I don't yeah, need to, I, I don't, do it too. Ex well, I don't need to see some stupid ass people get up on stage thinking they can sing when I can go to a karaoke bar and do that myself and not embarrass myself in front of people. <laughs> to quote Gamer Girl X, she's two for two. You mean American Idol? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But just because you have dealers or artists or something like that does not a convention make. Exactly. But even though it's not a convention, it has all of the elements. So therefore, event plus elements of a con equals convention. Well, people need to start calling convention – like, people need to stop calling that crap convention. These little things that are in libraries where, you know, you might have a voice actor and all you're doing is, like – talking to that voice actor and that voice actor might have a panel and or and or might be signing a couple of autographs that again is not a convention call it what it fucking is because if you called it what it fucking was more people would probably appreciate it but here's the thing if you don't call the con nobody will show up case <gasps> yeah Oh no! People won't show up to my event. Boo fucking who! And you're right. I mean, there shouldn't. How do you get away with having an a, a quote unquote con in a library? Isn't a library supposed to be a place of quiet and study? Cause it's not a fucking convention. Exactly. I'm like, I guess I missed the note on that. If people started calling shit the things the what it should be called, and I'm sorry, when people call something a convention, I actually look to make sure it is a convention. And if it's not a convention, I ain't You're going. Not going. Mm -hmm. I should put I should put like a, like a logic chart like that on my Facebook about that. And yes, gamer girl, Taki calls itself the, an invitational, doesn't it? It's who the hell are you inviting to this thing? Okay, Taki stands for the Asian Karaoke. International Invitational or Invitational International. I don't remember. All I know is they finally updated their website. Still looks kind of like crap. Like, remember Beavis about to do America where they were tripping, where they were tripping balls? Mm -hmm. Yep. That plus WordPress. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, if it's oh, not Beavis and Butthead tripping balls, then it's going to be crap. Mm. Oh, Butthead. Because Beavis and Butthead out. tripping balls and WordPress would probably be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they invite local people to perform. So, evidently, you know, it, it's sort of like how I say you have different 
uh, cosplay regions, like the independent wrestling circuit. I'm not trying to diss ECW, but this is sort of like ECW here in a way. No, it's like CZW. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that's a much better metaphor. Yeah, and Rageinator goes, so Mako-chan basically, basically saying, calling a turd a rose doesn't make it so. And that's very much correct. Mm. Call the shit what it is. You know what's a convention? Anime Next. You know what's a convention? Otacon. You know what's a convention? Something that pulls in dealers and artists and guests and isn't just about people making a fool of themselves singing. Well, at least, you know, at least with Senshi Matsuri, they kept saying they're not a con. Even though everyone said it was. They weren't deluding themselves by thinking they were. Yeah, I need to tell y'all about the Winter Formal that they that they hosted. Please do. Please not. Not, not right now. We've got <laughs> a lot of shit to cover. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cover that next week, because I think our guests for next week's show would love to hear about that, so... Let, let's get the ball rolling. Let's talk about KatoriCon and the fact that I mistimed the concerts by an hour. Well, on Friday. And Friday, I wasn't expecting to basically do anything on Friday except go and get the badge anyway. So mm-hmm. even seeing what little we did was alright. True. It was. I mean, I would have liked to have seen all of the, all of the concerts the whole thing, but, you know, I had to figure out my time so that I wouldn't lose too much hours off, even though I could always make it up earlier in the week, but still. I got there to see the last two concerts. I did get you to see, um, Tsunami. That, yeah, the that, last two acts were switched up. Yeah, you know, they were? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because, uh, Tsunami was supposed to be second to last. Uh, and Tsunami went last. But they were last. So, I was excited to actually see Tsunami. Because the main person, uh, Jack Sue, uh, I actually went to school with him. I went to college with him. Mm -hmm. So it was cool being able to see that and see how far he's progressed. Because I saw some of his first concerts when he was uh, still playing at the school. Mm -hmm. And it's they've come a long way. A couple of band member changes, but they've come a long way. Yeah. All right, fair enough, you know. And then, <laughs> excuse me, later that night we ended up hanging out with Michelle Knotts and just watching YouTube videos and talking stuff and eating delicious bacon cinnamon rolls. Oh, God, those things were delicious. <laughs> yeah. I, I I will be changing them up for packs a little bit, oh, but right. yeah. Change them up, hell. Well, the cinnamon rolls that I got weren't ones that were pre-cut, so I had to actually cut them. So I have to get the grand cinnamon rolls. The ones you have to roll out manually? Well, I mean, they're already rolled, but it's, like, cut to be rolled. So I only just have to unroll it and then roll it back up with the bacon. Mm-hmm. And that'll make it a hell of a lot easier. True. Fair enough. Because you also have to admit, those cinnamon rolls were tiny. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good good for experimentation. Tasty, yeah. tasty experimentation. Tasty, tasty experimentation. Yes. Nemesis bacon cinnamon rolls? That's new. 
own Nemesis 47. You're new to the show. Um, <laughs> Mako-chan is a connoisseur of bacon. Not just bacon, but bacon-baked things. Yes. We're all capable of cooking, but Mako can out easily outdo all of us. Yeah, you know, when you when you do uh, deep-fried beer battered bacon with a dipping sauce, you kind of set the you kind of set that 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 goal there. You know, you kind of set the bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was just like I, I don't know why I even came up with to do that. I was just over your house. I'm like, yeah, let's do beer battered bacon. Okay. <laughs> but it works. It worked, and it was delicious. Yes, it was. Next time My I have fa- you guys, we're going to try this uh, recipe for chicken fried bacon. Mmm. Chicken fried bacon. <laughs> My favorite still, though, is uh, chocolate-covered. Candied chocolate-covered bacon. Fair enough, fair enough. But I'm a chocoholic, so... Yes, you are. Okay, now... now Jumbo get... cinnamon rolls, that's what you gotta do. Well, yeah, that's the grand cinnamon rolls. Okay. Now, now here, here comes the fun part. We get there, or we're not even there ten minutes. They, they couldn't, they, they had trouble trying to bring, find the guests that we wanted to interview, and even though we already sent them emails, the funny thing is that I'm sending the con chair this information like two weeks prior, and it's like, I'm not hearing things, I'm hearing things. I think um, I got a confirmation back from, from Guest Relations Friday when I was on my way to the con. That was kind of interesting. Mm. Kind of uh, w- dropping the ball there, aren't they? Well, I will say, though, as as scattered as it was mm-hmm. when we went there to try and get everything done, they really stepped up and pulled through. I, and you're right. I mean, I think think they were kind of surprised that we were actually working as press because I think a lot of cons think I mean start new cons that come out where people want press all they're going to do is show up take pictures write a review and go home they looked at me really weird when I asked for my press pass why would they well apparently they didn't know that they were getting people for press the people I talked to when I was getting it mm-hmm. and they were like wait we have a press section I think us and We Rise were probably us, We Rise, NJ.com. I think we were like the only three press outlets there, give or take. That uh, big thump you heard, it kind of like sounded like that earthquake. Mm. That was me face faulting. Well, you got to understand, I think, except for the Concha, I think pretty much they rotate in and out new staff on a regular, which is probably why one hand doesn't see the other. And it kind of happens. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a staff specifically set mm-hmm. to anything. But, um... It's just a warm body wherever there a warm body needs to go. Okay, wait, wait, hold it, hold it. I gotta stop, I gotta stop for one second. Nemesis 47, you don't microwave bacon. That's sacrilegious. You fry that son bitch on the stove. Or at the very least, you put it in the oven... And bake it, but yeah. that again, that's only if you're doing candying, or or even put it out on the grill. But you, it tends to curl up and you know get hung up around the uh, slats in a grate for my tastes. No, unless you, you no, you put down um foil, tin foil, and it won't do that. But other than that, 
the grill I got has a little side burner. It's like a like a one of the little burners on a regular stove, like a gas stove. And Mako, if you even think about buying that, I will I, I will call I will demand you turn in your baking card. You do realize that it can be used in toaster ovens and electric ovens, right? It's not just for the microwave. What the buy perfect bacon thing? Yeah. It's just to make bowl-shaped, uh, bacon-shaped bowls. Okay, by all means. I don't know or if you... bowl-shaped okay. bacon. Okay. I... I may have said this before, like, probably when I was talking to you guys at, like, after the con, but uh, one night on Letterman, <laughs> he had a skit where he said, why the rest of the world hates America, and what he did was show a clip of that little perfect bacon bowl commercial. Okay, in that case, to quote Judge Mills Lane, I'll allow it. All right, back to the con at hand. I mean, yeah, granted, they were kind of running around kind of scatterbrained, but they came through. Yeah, they, 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 they really through. pulled it off and mm-hmm. got us what we needed and got us to the people that we needed. Yeah. So that was that was kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Not sure how I feel about having little dog tags as badges, though. I thought the dog tags were cool. I thought it was cool. And then everything was just color-coordinated. Mm-hmm. Blue was it's, press. Yeah, blue was press, green was VIPs and guests, and... uh orange, red, whatever, was uh, just the regular yeah. regular con-goers. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. Not that anybody was really paying attention to those things at all. Because they weren't. You could have gotten into any panel and gone anywhere, yeah. and they wouldn't have thought twice. I mean, it is improvement over the big badges from prior years, but still. Yeah. Those look like big travel brochures. Like I was expecting, like I was expecting to get on the uh, Fiesta deck when I got it. <laughs> what? See, that wouldn't have surprised me in the least. So. Hmm. Now I'm thinking about a convention-themed cruise line. They tried that. It failed miserably. This happened several years ago. They did. Yeah, they couldn't get enough people to come on board for that. Those cruise lines are uber expensive. So, so con. Yes. Anywho, now we uh, we had we had our panel, which was podcasting 101, and for the first few minutes, we just me and Michael thought we were just gonna be sitting there just watching videos on YouTube for the next hour. Yeah, it was uh, it was very very slow. Mm-hmm. But we did get people coming in, and the panel did go off pretty well. We didn't do as many giveaways as we thought, but we ended up giving some stuff away and handing out candy to everybody. Yeah, I still have a shit ton of candy. Uh, I guess I'll save that for packs. Yeah. Gamer Girl says, all I got was a name tag sticker with my name, and the staff was asking me questions. Like, do you, like... Appropriate questions, or uh... probably so. But knowing me, if they start asking me questions, I'm wearing dog tags. I'm gonna, I'm gonna file off. I'm gonna read off my last name, first name, rank, insignia, as and my social. <laughs> Dumbass. No, that's you're not what, being captured. I know. They're not gonna interrogate you. I know, but it was, I was just to fuck with them. And again, dumbass. If you can go into a di mm. mode on that would really like blow their minds. No, not really. Just a thought. And again, dumbass. Eh, screw you. And again, dumbass. <sighs> Any word on what the uh, 
attendance was? Mm -mm. Uh, I do well, know they was... had to stop selling badges. They didn't sell any at the door, so whatever their badge cap was is the attendance. That was 1,200. I thought it was higher than that. Might be, but I remember seeing 1,200. Hmm. But yeah, whatever their uh, badge sale thing was, that's their attendance. Because mm. everything was sold online before they got there. Yeah. Nothing was sold at the door because they sold out. Well, it kind of, in a way, it didn't feel like it, the the numbers were higher. If you look, if you're looking around at people and you kind of look at the crowds, but but you know. So, yeah, uh, so panel. Are, so, yeah, it was a uh, shame I couldn't have been there. Don't worry about it. It, it happens. But, well, the panel, basically, I sat there mute because for most of it, it was just one woman in there looking to actually start her own podcast mm -hmm. and doing the technical question thing, right. which that's all Ranma's thing. Yeah, and, and I gave as much information as I could, so I'm probably expecting to hear from her anytime soon, and for some of the stuff she wants to do, I'm going to refer her to Travis Donovan. And you better make sure from Travis that you can refer her to Travis Donovan. Because he might not want to answer all these questions. Well, you know, if, if, he, if, he, if he can get a shameless plug out of it, he probably won't care. But I will clear it with, with the Podfather. So pretty much Podcasting 101, me and Mako, more me than her, I just explained how to start your own podcast, like the basic equipment that you'll need, and so forth. And once you have your basic equipment together, and your software, and your recording, where do you go with it? How do you get the? How do you spread the word? And how to maintain so and so forth. And I kept this straight and to the point. And I got to admit, the way this the way I did it this time was a hell of a lot better than when I did it um before. What happened before? Uh. I don't know, I, I actually showed up with equipment, and it was like, didn't feel like it went over too well. Yeah, uh, yeah, Gamer, you're right. They they did have four buildings on campus this year, so things were spread out. But last year, it was three, and it still didn't feel like it was that crowded. Except when it started pouring down rain, and we were all stuck in one building. Was I don't it know, but it's... like, really hard down there? Cause yeah, it did. When I was at work, it wasn't really raining all that much. It didn't seem like... No, it, 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 like... it, it kind of... It, it it came down hard for about 15, 20 minutes. That's not too bad. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we walked around, took some photos, and we interviewed uh, Mega Ran. And that was pretty, that was a cool interview. Mm-hmm. And then we, and then I think it was like maybe about an hour later, we got um, Kieran Strange and our friend, I forget her name, I am so sorry. And they're a group called Hitbox. I have to say, Kieran has an awesome accent. <laughs> and then we interviewed a longtime friend of mine I almost forgot about because I run into so many people on the regular, uh, Sony Arlen. Because I do remember her from, like, back when we all started out cosplaying, and then it was like we all kind of went our own separate ways, you know, kind of, not separate, but, you know, we kind of found our own paths to go and so forth. So, and I'm really, Your own niches. Yeah. I'm really proud of how far along she's come. And, I mean, she's somebody that – excuse me. <laughs> she is somebody that um, I would recommend 
for other cosplayers to go do for advice. She's someone who's very popular, but still, her feet is still grounded on the floor. And so, even with Hitbox, I talked to them about, you know, cosplay is not consent, dealing with guys who think they're not real gamer girls or geek girls, and so how they handle it and so forth, which was pretty cool. And then, we recorded um, Mega Rand's concert, and who else did we, and who else did, did we record? Uh, Tsunami, Uncle yeah. Yo, and Mega Ran. Yeah, that's going to be fun, because I can't wait to watch the, uh, the Tsunami one, see how that came out. And, I'm sorry, I... Yeah, I expected more. I kind of wanted more people to turn up for Mega Rand's concert, but I just think, I guess, with a lot of people, there's still a lot of people still don't know what nerdcore is or nerdcore rap, you know? Well, the whole thing is for an anime convention, yeah. if it had been somebody that did more anime music, mm-hmm. it probably would have been a lot more popular. Mega Rand is very much into the video game yeah. music and the video game game concepts and all of that. So something like him going to PAX True. or something like that, that's where he's going to get his big followings and basically full houses. But something like an anime convention, not necessarily, especially but- since most of, I mean, a good portion of the, uh, I want to say anime culture at this convention were young females that probably aren't into probably. nerdcore. Yeah, the music but, scene. Yeah. No, 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 just nerdcore, but I get but they, but if he was doing it with GJ Cutman, a lot more people would have showed up cuz he can he he does the gaming and anime. It's like he can do both. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like he just like and I loved how he just freestyled it just started just rhyming off the top of his head. That was fun. Yeah, he's been doing that a lot more often at his uh, during his concerts. I thought it was cool that he came into the audience. Yes. He came all the way up to the very back of the audience, which is where I was with the camera. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that looks like because I couldn't get up and adjust the camera quick enough by the time he was standing right in front of the camera That's and fine. wrapping into the camera. That's fine. That's still cool. Oh, so he mugged for the camera. Yeah. Yes. Nice. That was cool, though. And then after that, we ran over to the cosplay fashion show, which I thought was going to be an hour, but it was only about 20 minutes. Was it 20 minutes? I thought it was a lot shorter than that. Uh, give or, I'd say about 20 minutes. Give or take. I thought it was hilarious that the person that won the cosplay competition was a homestucker. You have your, you have I'm your not going to lie. I thought that was hilarious. Marco, you have your one. I don't care. I being that it's an anime convention, I don't think it should have won because it's not an anime character and most of the conventions are very strict on what can and cannot win. Oh, you think- so I was even surprised that a Homestuck cosplay won. You think that's on? You should see the rules for the anime next masquerade. It's anime, video games, pop culture, and science fiction. So expect a lot of Doctor Who skits. Mm. Someone, someone grab, someone grab me a sonic screwdriver and, and beam me up a drink. Yeah, but I mean, just looking at the costumes, the one that came, the the one runner up. Uh, was that? I think that was uh. Was that the 
Yeah, that was the uh, the Mad Hatter. Yeah, that was really good. I like she that. She should have won. Because she made her hat by herself, and that was a very elaborate hat. Mm. And just looking at the Homestuck cosplayer, as far back as I was, I could see issues with some of the stuff on her mm. costume. Yes, Blotchy, it was still... uh, body paint? No, it wasn't the body paint or anything like that. Just the way that things were sewn together. She had like big rolls. I'm not saying like like Sailor Moon type rolls. I'm saying she had very large circular donut looking rolls on her hips and from as far back as I was, I could see that they weren't sewn so that they were smooth. Yeah, and Game of follows up with they, I don't think they had any published rules for the for the costume show. If there were, I didn't see them. And then after that, we ran over to the plus two uh, dating game, which I think will probably be their last dating game. Once this, yeah, once if, the if they're hosting by. the dating game next year, I will not go. I mean, granted, a lot of it, it took a lot more time to get everybody into the room mm -hmm. than it should have because they filed everybody in row by row by row. Yeah. And that took a lot of time. So they only were able to do one female contestant and one male contestant. See, what they should have done, they should have started putting butts in seats like 10 minutes prior, kind of get things going. But I have to admit, it wasn't as chaotic as the, um, as the Castle Point dating game. Well, no, but the, the Castle Point dating game is, was supposed to be chaotic. Oh, okay. I mean, that's how they basically do it. But this, I mean, it was a dating game slash comedy show, and they should have cut that comedy crap out of it. They did not, you don't need to see them going on their quote unquote date that was just ridiculous and stupid. Yeah, that but, was pretty broke ass. I thought it was kind of, I gave them points for originality on it. I like the fact that they already had. Gen they already had questions generated for the for the contestants, but that I liked. But it should have been like they should have they should have been able to ask like four questions, two that the contestants could have, and two that was already there. That, yeah, that way it could be you know. But my issue was Skylander sucked. dude, yeah. and he needs to Skylander. not be part of that anymore. Okay, now as I said. One of, the, one of the girls who is a part of Plus 2 Comedy said she hangs out with him on the regular. So, far as I can tell, she knows him better than us. But I have to admit, his shtick, it, it, it's dead. I mean, he did it last year, and by last year, I mean 2012. And he did the whole routine, and he did it again this past year. I'm just like... And honestly, I don't think Skyrim is all that popular anymore. You just don't see the appeal of it, I'm guessing. Honestly, I don't. It's um, it, 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 I I don't. I really don't see the appeal of it. Maybe because it's my taste in video games. Because I know a lot of girls, a lot of women who play Skyrim, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't have the patience for that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just that he's, I understand the whole thing, but he definitely delved way past the PG-13 aspect of what the show was supposed to be. Yeah. 
and they the the hosts allowed him to get away with it. And you're right. I mean, it, it was like it was PG-13. It was kind of touching a little bit past, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was able to delve past that and make a lot of uh innuendos. It, it, yeah. yeah, and not just like cutesy innuendos that would you would normally find in that kind of dating game, but I, it, I mean, this was, was full on innuendo that it just slapped you in the face. It was like seventies style in seventies uh, innuendo, you know, like like dating game from the seventies. I mean, I'll admit he was funny, but you know, when looking back, the whole dancing and kind of feel, that was a that was kind of that was a I was pushing it a little bit too much. That yeah, that was kind of weird. And also, um, Game of Girl tells us that the Skyrim guy argued with the developer of. Uh, that his original character was canon. Okay. You argue what? with with someone who worked on the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim about your character? GTFO. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I get it, and he's good at what he does, and he stays in character, but at the same time, people need to not give him as much leeway as yeah. they do. Learn to break, break character. Okay, now, overall... I like how they did things differently. Um, I wasn't too fond of the dealer's room because it was the dealer's room had too much plush stuff for sale, and <laughs> granted, a lot of the plush stuff I saw could have been sold in Artist Alley. Yeah, most of that plush stuff was Artist Alley and not dealer's room. They usually combine Artist Alley and, and dealer's room in the same building, don't they? Yeah, it was the same building, but two separate locations. Now. I mean, I honestly, Articelli had a better variety of stuff, even though there was slightly more people doing prints. But still, I thought it was a better variety than the normal dealers room because I only saw like one booth selling uh, DVDs and stuff, and I was like, no. Yeah, I mean, it, it basically it was the same as last year's but at the same time there seemed to be a lot less options this year than there were last year gotcha and one more thing now i had taken a picture of the home homestuck cosplayer that mako rode my ass about and i defended the fact that her cosplay is 50s hib rockabilly style which i appreciate over anything else well, that's because that's the style of the character. And I went back and I found her lay and did a photo shoot with her. So I just find it funny that if she had been gray, you probably wouldn't have taken a picture of her. But because she was one of the human characters, there was no problem with it. That's all I'm saying. So are you saying I'm a hypocrite? I'm saying you're a, a homestuck racist. I'm not a racist. I, I hate everybody in the fandom equally. It's called going to cons for 15 motherfucking years. You learn to hate you 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 learn to hate the otaku. You learn to hate the weeaboos, the furries, the narutards, the bleachheads, the final the gen fans, oneers. Don't forget the gen oneers. The gen oneers. Everybody. You learn to you take the flask, you take a shot, and you're like, get off my lawn. <laughs> No, I just find it funny that if you take away the fact that she was Homestucker, you would have had no issue whatsoever mm. and didn't have an issue 
until I said that, and you're just like, oh, and then you came up with an excuse. Do they call it particularly bad Homestuck fans, Homestuck I'm, I'm not saying this is an excuse. That just, was my legit just reason. Just admit that even though some people can go really freaking crazy in a fandom, doesn't mean that the cosplayers are all bad. I, I didn't say. I know that. Trust me. I've been there. I've been there for the Hitalia, the Naruto. I've been there for half that shit. Okay, I know. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Overall, there was a con was like on par, if not slightly better than last year's. I think they need to really tighten the rules a little bit more. Yeah, I think they basically just need to all get on the same page, uh, the staff wise. I mean, because I mean, granted they stepped up and did what they needed to do and got done what needed to be got done. Um, it was like, the, it shouldn't have been that way in the first place. Mm -hmm. If everybody would have been on the same page, <laughs> knowing what should have been done, knowing what was going on, there would have been no issues in the first place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But, I mean, that's really my only issue, and they fixed that issue. So, I can't really bitch too much, but to say that hopefully next year, they are at least all on the same page with what's going on. Maybe they'll have better a turnout than they did this year. Oh, they're going to get the turnout, because it's like the f first official local con of the year. So, you know, everyone is like... Feeling they want to just get out there, you know? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people that were upset that they were unable to go to the convention because it sold out. I mean, if you look at some of the uh, Facebook pages and stuff like that, there was a lot of pissed off people. I was like, I would have gone, but you weren't selling tickets. They were and selling I'm tickets. Guess I'm guessing some of those people actually showed up at the door to buy them because they were really really upset well they it's said like the studio 54 of anime cons they had the big line outside with a velvet rope and people were just standing there doing nothing waiting to get in no it, it, it's more like um from the boondocks like you ain't getting in with that cosplay on and you ain't even on the list <laughs> no but the funny thing is, how are you going to say that they're not selling tickets when they said on the website selling tickets at the door i find it funny that the current generation is the social network internet generation and yet they can't even comprehend something like that. Yeah. Well, a lot of people just don't read that stuff where they think, oh, well, they'll let me in. Yeah, no, if they're saying that they're not the selling... Yeah, if they're saying they're not selling tickets at the door, then they're not selling tickets at the door. Yeah. And as, as we were discussing with Gamer Girl X um, when, we were out, when we went out to dinner, that was so good. Mm -hmm. Um... It's like college cons are a different beast altogether. You gotta hand, handle it differently. And as she says, the problem with the the cons on the 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 college cons, the students are only there for about two years, so there's a major turnover. Unlike some cons, where it's like every year, at least with uh, Castle Point, there is a turnover. But there's like senior staffers from prior years that are on staff training, and so so it's like. As the turnover is going, there is an eternal amount of training that's going on. Yeah, and that's what should be done. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are 
because I mean, I get it. This is a club for from a college and all of that. Right. But they've got advisors, mm -hmm. and whether that's a student advisor or teacher advisors or something like that, these advisors should be the ones that are like, all right, this is what went good last year. This is what didn't go good. This is what needs to be fixed, and it's your job to do it. But this is the basics of what happened, like of what's going on. And that's how it should be done so that more people aren't just being, you know, stuck in there and not knowing what's going on. But truthfully, from walking around, I saw a lot of the same staffers that were there last year. It's like you went through one year, not the other. Well, not necessarily that, but it's just the fact that it was, you know, mm -hmm. still, it's uh, still a disconnect, right. and I wouldn't People have had such. Don't a... Linger around their uh, community college after they graduate, or well, yeah, but transfer I mean, to different schools. My issue is that it was the same disconnect that we had last year. Mm -hmm. We went in and we're like, oh yeah, we need, um, we're here for press, and they're like, what? And that was the same disconnect. It was the same, oh, wait, pre press? What? What are you talking department? about? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, we were supposed to be doing interviews. Like, interviews? So, I mean, I get it. And both years they fixed it and did what needed to be done. But at the same time, it was the same issue two years in a row. Gotcha. So, I mean, that's where my issue is, is that they didn't learn from last year. And still had the issues. And I'm really hoping that they learn for next year. Because if they don't, it just shows that there's a huge disconnect somewhere. And you would think that if some of these people, and these are people that we've talked to now two years in a row, mm -hmm. that they would think, oh, hey, wait, we did this last year. We need to fix this. Oh, wait, we did this last year. We need to fix this. And if we refer back to about the different fandoms, Nemesis 47 says, Italians are, are about as worse or next to being worse than Homestuckers. Elitism and drama are plenty. Believe me, I was in the fan base and I've seen a lot of it and been in the shit. Now, maybe out there by you, but the Italian fandom around here in the New York area, they've calmed down a lot after the anime Boston incident. After that, they've kind of like... Wait, what was the anime Boston incident? A bunch of Germany cosplayers decided to do the seek hail in front of the um, in, in front of the Holocaust um memorial. Oh my God, that really happened. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. I yep. thought that was someone just, just like making that shit up. Nope, nope, that was real. And there are probably and there are pictures from that photo shoot floating around if you look if you look closely. I don't want to look for it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Ugh. That's our fandoms. Now, one of the guys I was rooming with for MAGFest was uh, really into the character the Major from Helsing Ultimate. Oh, okay. But, uh, whatever. Just... They're just making a joke out of a tragedy, and that always rubs me the wrong way. It, it, it does. But I think they've probably learned their lesson this time around. Because, like I said, they've been quiet ever since. Well, yeah, because they got blasted by not only outsiders, but people in the fandom, too. Mm -hmm. 
And people in the fandom, in the Hatalia fandom, were like, what the fuck did you just do? You just took that way too far. Yeah. You're making us all look bad. And the sad part is there's probably people who are, who are defending it, but let's let's not. Let, all right. Overall, KatoriCon is one of the better college-based conventions out there compared to ones we've been to over the last couple of years. And if you are local, it's well worth coming through. Even if you're a bit of ways away, it might it may just be worth it. But heed some advice. If you are not local to this area and you want, if you're going to come, it would be best recommended to drive up, get a few friends, and get a room. That, that, yeah, that, I mean, I had fun. Yeah, yeah there least, are all, all sorts of motels around the yeah. uh, that area. And what and the best part is, you know, there are a lot of bathrooms around the buildings where you can just change, and then when you're done, you can just go to your car, drop your costume off, and come back. Yeah, I will say, at least in the in the women's bathrooms, there's a huge open area before the actual bathrooms that you can use to change in. It's not really like that for the men's room. Uh, granted, you'll get the occasional really wide handicap stall, but you can imagine the uh, line backing up for that. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't but happen still, when I, I mean, was more, there, but... more of the uh, bigger, I, I don't want to say more elaborate, but the bigger cosplays mm. are worn by females. Yeah. So for them to have that extra space, I mean, most of the bathrooms I ended up going into had a room before the actual stalls, and it was just open, and you could change and do whatever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. We have some. We're gonna we're gonna kind of get through the news a little bit quickly as possible because we're kind of cut for time, and it's generally my fault as always. Meh, I'm not holding it against you. Not really. Right. We always take more time when we have a convention. Okay. You just chose to use all of the articles I found instead of cutting it down. Because a few of those articles can be compressed into one quick subject. Yes. That's why I left it like that. Meh, meh, meh. Now, this was a track I picked up during my early internet days. It's a Fushigi Yugi instrumental remix. And the reason why we're bringing it up is I... I do believe Mako's a somewhat of a Fushigi Yuki fan, right? Hi. So did you want to take this article or should I run off with it? No. <laughs> Considering what the next uh, three articles are all about. I'll do it. Yeah, he's the one that found it. Let him do it. Go for it. All right, then. <clears throat> Voice actor Hikaru Mitakawa put his blog called Green Pharmacy on indefinite hiatus on Saturday due to a barrage of negative fan reactions after a female fan at an event was seen wearing the same accessory as Midori Kawa. Fans began to suspect Midori Kawa of cheating on his wife due to the incident. However, it appears that this girl in question bought the accessory after the voice actor introduced it on his blog some time back. Mm. He says he's 45 years old, he's married, and he's thankful to his fans. <clears throat> But because of the incident, he's been seeing a lot of comments denied of bonds between him and his family. He's disappointed, dis displeased, sad, etc. So, uh, he's pretty much saying, I don't, I'm not putting up with this bullshit and I'm not going to mm -hmm. post in this blog anymore. Mm -hmm. See, this hap same thing happened with Aya Hirano and a few others. It's like a lot of voice 
a lot of seiyus and idols they're in the spotlight more than we idolize were more than we quote unquote idolize our pop stars i mean like granted let's say some pop star here does something yeah we kind of flip out about it but we read about it and we kind of like you know we argue and we move on if it happens in japan they harp on it for months and months and months. Yes. Well, the thing is, in Japan, you don't even have to do anything for them to harp and harp and harp. I mean, this was just somebody that was wearing a, a scarf or an accessory or something, and fans jumped to the wrong conclusion, mm -hmm. saying that he was cheating on his wife because this fan was dressing had, had something of his like Which some is accessory. A logical connection to make. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's a logical connection. The thing is. If you follow voice actors here, the same shit happens. But it's not as chaotic, you know? Well, that's because most English voice actors don't have the following that Japanese voice actors mm -hmm. have because of the whole local... Like, that's their local thing. Mm -hmm. Plus, on the same token, it's like, seiyus are sort of like... They're like kind of up there like rock stars and so forth. Whereas voice actors, actresses here, they're stars, but we also a lot of the fan a lot of people in the fandom, the way they talk and communicate with their fans, they don't really look at them as like this super they look at them as like somebody chill. I mean, they will come and talk to you and be like, How you doing? and just talk and chill with you. It's like I said about Greg Ayers. I mean No, that's that's Japanese voice actors. If you take the Japan if you take Japanese voice actors and do the English equivalents, you're looking at Tara Strong and people like that. Alright. And you don't act people don't act normal around Tara Strong. But I'm just saying some, not all. But I, I see what you're saying now. Cause if you're looking at English anime voice actors, they're a different genre than English cartoon voice actors. It'd be the same thing as going to Japan and those people that end up dubbing English cartoons there mm -hmm. are probably not the same type of celebrity as people that are, are that are actually doing Japanese cartoons. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Wonder if uh, our voice actors over here have fans who are as crazy and nuts as they do over there. Um. Like, I'm, like, I wonder if Tara Strong ever caught someone digging through her trash, for example. I let, Let's not. Well, I don't know about Tara Strong, but look at all of the uh, followers that Vic has. Mm -hmm. And they're rabid. Oh, yeah. Very rabid, I've noticed. And not only does he have the rabid positive followers, but he also has rabid negative followers. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it happens everywhere. It is what it is. All right, now, now moving right along to our next article, next series of articles. I mean, I think we all know this song by now. Mm-hmm. We've played it enough. Yes. <laughs> anyway, as you were saying. Shall I take this one? Go for it. Go for it. All right. Well, this is a multi-part kind yeah. of thing. Um, the first part is that Toei actually finally came out and said that the Sailor Moon anime is to premiere in July. I'm somewhat believing this date because 
it's the animation studio finally coming out and saying it. Not mm -hmm. Kodansha, who deals with the manga and wouldn't have anything to do with the anime. Not the the creator's voice piece, who again has nothing to do with how the how quickly the anime is being done or anything like that. So I'm really believing this um, because it is coming out from the animation studio. Right. Um, basically, they're saying that um, it's going to be coming out in July. It's going to be subtitled in 10 languages, streaming on Nico Nico. Um, it's just a matter of where those 10 subtitled languages are mm -hmm. going to stream at also. Yeah. But yeah, so they're finally saying that it's out in July, and this is the animation production company saying this. Yes. And, and doing so, when Toei made this announcement, they started to press conference off with this. Come on. Play for me. Come on. You shit. It's not playing because you're trying to make a stupid joke, right? Yes. No, of course not. Yes. Yes. I'm trying to make a stupid joke. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, um, not only is this being talked about in the anime-type areas on the net, but Japan Today, which is one of the... Uh, it's the translated website for the Japanese news mm -hmm. website. They're actually finally releasing stuff stating that it's debuting in July, and it's going to be broadcast over the internet. So, um, more people are picking up on this in Japan and not just fan-based type things. So that's what's making me think that this is going to be serious. It sounds July more legit. Is yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, and the fun, and the, now the big rumor is Worst rumor in the industry is when will Funimation announce that they have the dubbing rights? <laughs> okay, you just hear the fandom losing their shit if they announce Vic Mignona as Mamoru Chiba. <laughs> God damn it, I would lose my shit over that. God. Hey, if they make Greg Ayers Artemis, I'll be happy with that. That would be kind of cool. Yes, it would. But they're not saying anything about dub. Right now, this mm -hmm. is strictly being subtitled and streamed. Yeah. And did you just try and rickroll us? Yeah, because meanwhile, this is what's going on in Toei as they're putting this shit together. God damn it. You know this! Every time they talk about bringing the anime out and shit changes, you know somebody in, in the office is like rickrolling the, just to fuck with the fandom. You know this. And thank you, Google Chrome. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the producers are stating that it's not going to be a continuation of the old anime. It's not going to be based off of the old anime at all. Stop. Stop. What? Stop. 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 <clears throat> Excuse me. When they first announced the new series, they said it had nothing to do with the anime. They said it was going to be closer to the manga. How does that go from going closer to the manga to 
people assuming it's a retelling of the of a total remake of the 200 episodes. Because people are dumb. Thank you. We already knew that. Yeah, but basically, the producers had to come out and say again in a press release that this is going to be a new adaptation of the manga. It's not going to have anything to do with the old anime. It's not going to be based off of the old anime. It's going to be an, an, a new adaptation of the manga itself. So I'm going to guess that it's not going to be 200, 200 episodes and have a bunch of the extra monster of the days. I'm going to guess it's going to be possibly a season, maybe two. I think I think it's going. I think it's still going to have the monsters of the day, but it's going to be cut down severely. I think it's going to be like you're a not mo- going to see as many yeah. MOTDs. I think you'll see. Well, them the with- whole the whole thing is they didn't have all of the monsters from the manga in the anime. Yeah, because I think they'll have all the monsters from the uh, from the manga. They'll still be monsters of the day when introducing a new senshi or something like that, but. If they play it like that and run it straight, I think they'll knock it out at least 150 episodes tops, at least anywhere between 100 and 150. Because I wouldn't. I, I I'm I'm saying no more than two seasons. Yeah, because honestly, so that's 104 episodes. Because I don't know. Because honestly, when I read the manga, the manga was great, but it kind of went by so quickly. You picked up on everything what was going on, but it just kind of felt like everything was being rushed to come across, which is why I think they're going to have a couple of monsters today to slow things down to explain what's going on more in detail. I They can still get that done yeah. in 100 episodes. All right, we'll see. They can still get it done. I mean, just the the size of the manga does not need more than two seasons. All right. That's why I said no more than 150. I'm being like, very gracious about that. But you got to take filler into account too. They're not. There no, is no, no filler. filler. No filler. Oh, good. The manga is done, so there should be no filler no whatsoever. Think of it as Dragon. There should be no filler. Think of it as Dragon Ball Z Kai. You know, it was just mm-hmm. they just pulled all the filler and they cut a lot of shit out just to get to get it from point A to point B. Hell, they haven't even shown us what what. What what the what the how how the animation is going to look? I'm just kind of more excited about the fact that it's going to be in HD. Mm. So I found this funny. Um, going through and on the Advocates website, the Advocate is um an LGBT website. Uh, they actually have an article: Sailor Moon reboot likely to feature LGBT characters. Stop. Likely. Stop. Did they not see Stop. the original series? I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm leaving now. Yeah, so I'm likely. likely. And you have to remember that it's not just Uranus and Neptune. You, you it, it, it's not just the two of them that would cause LGBT characters. Look at all of the... Um, Villains who were uh, had their yeah. genders changed when they were way over. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean, some of them didn't even need their genders changed. And don't forget, um, the Amazon trio, you know. Yeah, and the The Amazon trio. Yep, and the Starlights. Starlights. Transgender. I just want to go to that that magazine to that same be like, hi, and welcome to last week, you know. Way to be 20 years late to the party. (laughs) 
Yeah, and because it's being streamed, no, of course they're not going to cut crap. They're not going to force the two of them to be cousins again. <laughs> Fucking sisters. They didn't drop the ball with that. They shot it into the ground out of a cannon. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is... This is actually spreading very far and wide. It's not just a little anime news anymore. It's national news in Japan. It's in magazines for uh, gay and lesbian rights. It's it's all over the place now. It's one of their institutions. Anime institutions, I mean. Mm -hmm. Alright. Now, anyone watch The Simpsons? Yeah. Nope. Well, not as much as I used to. Yeah, it seems that they picked... It's like Saturday Night Live. It was. Yeah. It's like Saturday Night Live. It was always funnier a, a couple seasons ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Evidently, you know, from time to time, they kind of throw an homage to anime. Like, there was that one time where they all came together and they were dressed as anime characters. Like, Lisa was Sailor Moon, and I think Bart was Astro Boy, and Homer... I think Homer was a Gigantor or yeah, something? Yeah, Gigantor, something, yeah. But um, this I think it was this past Sunday's episode. They paid tribute to Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. Um, they Homer was uh eating with a I think a Japanese client. Yeah. And uh, he hit the sake barrel a little too hard, and he started hallucinating. Mm-hmm. Which is why everything turned into a uh, all sorts of different Miyazaki references. Like Otto was the cat bus. Yeah, and um, Patty and Selma were Kiki. Mo was the scarecrow from Howl's Moving Castle. And uh, what was Apu's uh, thing? I don't know. I didn't watch the episode because I, 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 I was, I was out. I think I was I was either out or I was busy watch, trying to catch up with television or something like that. You know. Yeah, you can uh, find the clip online just about anywhere. Yes. Oh wait, wait! I found the. Uh, Especially on Fox. I found the. Uh, the couch guy with them being different anime characters. Uh, Homer was Ultraman. Lisa was Sailor Moon. Uh, Marge was June the Swan. Mm. Bart was Astro Boy. And uh, Maggie was Pikachu. Interesting. So there you go. But yeah, it, it was actually a really moving tribute. It wasn't, you know, like parroting or, you know, just making fun of the guy, knowing that he probably wouldn't see it that probably wouldn't see it anyway. Yeah. So good for them for doing something right for it once. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, the last, the first uh, anime reference they had was when they uh, went to Japan and they had fighting seizure robots on a a TV channel, and mm -hmm. they all just started dropping over and having seizures. So did Homer, but Homer didn't actually watch the program. He just mm -hmm. saw everyone spazzing out. He was just shrugged and fell down and spazzed out with them. I'm kind of reminded of the final episode of um of, of Dexter's Lab where they all went to Japan. They all did the whole Super Sentai thing. Mm -hmm. That that that's one of my fa that's like one of my all time favorite episodes. I don't think I saw that one. It's it's called they call it Dexter Family Team or something like that. Mm hmm. Wait, did they all pilot a giant robot? Yes. I think I did see that one. I know what you're talking about now. It was the final, so they found out that Dexter had a lab and all this other shit, you know. It was interesting. I guess suspension of disbelief is a reason why no one would notice the 
lab in the basement. Mm -hmm. Or the, uh, you know, extended power bills. Oh, yeah. I guess the father makes, makes a decent amount of money, so hey. Oh, hey, our power bills are in the $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 range every month. Well, maybe maybe Dexter has his own generators. We never thought of that. That's possible. Yeah. Now it's time for us to do interesting news from Japan, and we're going to open a Skype line. So if you have anything to say, you know, about today's episode, comments, uh, griefs, whatever, bring it on. If we don't answer right away, just stand by, and we'll, we'll buzz you right back because we're doing this um, in between, or I will just maybe randomly cut somebody off so that we can kind of Get the ball rolling. So who's gonna take this first one? I'll you. Oh, go on. <laughs> that was that was easy. <laughs> like the staple button. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, as you were saying. So I'm taking this. Yeah. Okay. Adult AKB48 members appear in new Asashi uh, canned coffee ad. And I don't know why this is a problem, but... Asashi's new canned coffee, Wanda Gold Black, commercial features AKB48 members including Yuka Oshima, Mayu Watanabe, and Haruka Shimazaki. Despite how you usually see them on TV as young girls, you'll find them acting like grown-up mature women in the commercial. But this commercial will be bittersweet for the fans. It comes after the shocking news announced on Japan's traditional year-end music program, Kohaku Uta Gasen, red and white singing competition, which Yuka Oshima, who has always been one of the most popular members, announced that she is graduating from the band and will leave the group sometime in 2014. At 25, she is the oldest member of the group, one of the oldest members, and she, maybe she is ready for a boyfriend. We are not sure this will be her last TV commercial as an AKB48 member, but if you are her fan, you don't want to miss the commercial. So I guess it's like... Oh, oh God! She's growing up and moving on. I can't take it anymore. It's like it's like, the, like a swan song per se, you know. Well, you figure if you were in Japan, that's probably how you would be acting. Yeah. These girls and even the guys that are in these bands—they're not allowed to have lives. Mm -hmm. They can't date. They can't do anything. <laughs> no changing their appearance at all whatsoever. They have no lives while they're in this group. Mm-hmm. And if they ha and anything should happen. They, their contract gets ended right away. And looks like we have a call coming in on the Skype line. And we're going to go ahead and answer it. And you are live on Anime Jam Session. Who do we have the honor of talking to? Hey, Ron. It's uh, Nemesis 47 on the chat. How you doing, bro? Hey, Nemesis 47. How's it going, brother? How you doing, man? man? Hello. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Mostly. Great. So what's on your mind, bro? Um... I don't, um, if, if, if you guys didn't, didn't see, see the chat just now, um, ActF, Act, ActF actually just put posted that Mae Young actually has passed away, so. Yeah, I was going to make yeah. a statement about that during, during the, uh, the, the closing of the broadcast. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my. It's, it's fine. It's cool, dude. It's cool. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm getting ready to go to a, to a staff thing this, uh, Saturday, Saturday for, uh, Anime Land Wasabi coming up. And All right, good, good. I hear you have, have a couple of my friends coming out there. Uh, Matt from Leak Street Boys and Uncle Yo. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uncle Uncle Yo has been coming to the Wasabi convention since 2009, and for the past couple of years, however, he's been 
going on Skype and doing his own thing and everything. Cool. So just, you know, going on Skype and just showing people his department and everything. So he was unable to come to Wasabi this year. So, well, I mean, the past couple of years, but this year he's coming back. So we're, we're, all, we're all excited to have him back again this year. Uh, that's cool. So um, you have anything quick and sort of tell us about Amulan Wasabi? Oh, um, just a... Uh, uh, just uh, just uh, like a week or two ago, they just announced a couple of guests. Um, a couple of guests. One of them is actually the guy, guy who, who the, the main character from Spartacus is coming to Wasabi. Sounds Ian pretty McKellen, cool. I think. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So when is Anime Land Wasabi? It's uh, February twenty eighth through March second over in over here in Denver, Colorado, at the Crown uh, Plaza Hotel and. Um, yeah, just 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 come come, come on out and just just enjoy the enjoy the con and yeah. And badges are still available. Oh yeah, oh, sweet. Oh, yeah, bad, yeah, badges, it's a. What's up? It's a bit out of my way, but uh, I will say this: if you have a stolen mile marker four twenty sign in your possession, I will drop everything and come out there. <laughs> I don't know about that. Even 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 though even though just now legally. Legalized weed now. I don't really, really partake in that crap. Fair, fair I know, enough. but they've been stealing the signs so much that they had to replace it with one one that says four nineteen ninety nine, just to oh, fuck with them. Oh, that story. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I've seen that. That's quite interesting. So, do you have anything else for us, bro, tonight? Um, I was gonna address 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 something on Sailor on Sailor Moon. I'm I'm gonna probably be cautiously optimistic and say that probably Sailor Moon might come out probably end of the year, maybe because of, because of the fact they keep delaying the anime and everything. So that, that could happen. But at the same time, though, hey, it could come out in July or whatever. But I don't know. All right, cool. Uh, thanks. Just so can't wait. Can't wait and see. Awesome. Uh, thanks so for your call, bro. No problem, guys. Uh, hope, 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 hopefully, I'll, I'll get to get to probably got you guys in next week or something. Cool. We'll be looking forward to it. Take care, bro. See you later, man. Bye, you too, man. Bye, right. bye. Later. Later. That was pretty cool. So definitely check out Anime Land Wasabi. It's as he said, it's February twenty eighth to March second, Denver, Colorado, um, Crown Plaza. Badges are still available. Moving right along. Can I take the second one? Go for it. A woman was arrested on harassment charges after using a quote-unquote proxy stalker. Well, Police in Okinawa have arrested a 23-year-old woman after she used a revenge for hire website to get another woman to harass her ex-boyfriend. According to police, Ayaka Ishii, a food service employee at a restaurant of Okinawa, was one of two women who met online on an ex-boyfriend revenge site set up to harass former partners. TV Asahi reported that her 25-year-old boyfriend, whom, whom she was living with, broke up with her last August. Ishii sent a threatening anonymous letter to him stating, I will get payback from your friends, from your family, I will. According to police, she had sent the letter via 27-year-old Marina Yokoro, a woman she met on an online revenge forum. Police said <clears throat> Ishii has denied all charges. However, police have confirmed that Yokoro sent dead cockroaches to the family of Ichi's former boyfriend on numerous occasions. What? What the fuck is wrong with these people? I don't know. Revenge for higher web like situations are usually supposed to be more grandiose. You don't just like 
stalk someone. Well, you know, that's, is, that's that's lowball stuff. Well, well, this is Japan after all, so... Like, you know, Revenge Friday, you see, like, a the guys get surprised, you have a dead hooker in the trunk. Mm. Come on, you've seen the movie Dirty Work. Yeah. It was actually one of my favorite movies. Though I'm pretty sure a... A place that specifically advertises as revenge for hire wouldn't would be shut down by the local authorities in pretty short order. Mm, true. Anywho, Marco. All right, last one. Over seventy stolen bike seats found in park. Wait, stop, 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 stop. Did we just cover this? That was another one. This is a completely different person story and everything. It hurts. Why are these people stealing bike seats? It hurts. It hurts. As, as in the last one, for the scent of a woman. It hurts. I need another drink. Monday, over 70 bike seats were found abandoned in a nearby park. Um, according to police, a 61-year-old woman living in a condominium reported on Sunday morning that the seat had been stolen off her bicycle. Uh, it was reported that police subsequently found that the seats had been stolen from more than 70 bikes in the condo parking space. Shortly after, all of the stolen bike seats were discovered in a nearby park, abandoned on the ground, and lined up in a row. And yes, there was a story last year about a guy stealing bike seats. I think he stole about a thousand of them. I don't remember the number, but he was stealing bike seats because of the scent of a woman. I got an but idea looking... to tell bikes, like bike seat thefts in Japan. Introduce Taco Bell to Japan. <laughs> they, the I problem think, will work itself out. I think they already have Taco Bell in Japan. They do have Taco Bell in Japan. Yeah. I'm looking at this Damn thing, it. and... um. Somebody says, it's a thing that teenagers do, and it's been going on for years. That explains nothing. And someone actually asks, if you look at the, the comments, if this is the same bike sne seat sniffer from last year. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. So we're not the only ones who thought that. Well, someone said they have a deep-seated problem. Uh, har, 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 har. <laughs> And as Dungeon Buster says, dirty deeds done dirt cheap in Japan. And Nemesis voice and follows up with Japan, the Florida of Asia. No, <laughs> that's another Asian country. And we're not going to go there. That's that will that will rustle some serious Jimmy, so no. <laughs> Yes, Nemesis 47. They know Taco Bell is not real Mexican, but still. Oh, please. There are places that you can go in Japan where women sit in walls and all it is showing is their butts and men go up and grope them. Taco Bell. Sniff them and whatever. Taco Bell ain't real American. That, that, that's like sending Act Def to a, to a Spanish McDonald's saying it's all, Amer it's all American beef. No. <laughs> no. No. I, I, How did we get on Taco Bell? Can we get away from Taco Bell, please? I thought we. I thought someone had to run to the border. <sighs> Shall we take our final break of the night? 
Yes. Yeah, please. especially if you're going to be saying stupid ass jokes like that. <laughs> you know you like them. No, not when they're stupid like that. You're no fun. <laughs> we'll be back.
okay. Before we go ahead and quickly wrap up, um, if if you if you're just listening and subscribing to us, if you don't know by now, we are um, fans of WWE, and and if you heard earlier this week, May supposedly May Young had passed, but she was still clinging on to dear life. She, as we kept saying, uh, she kicked out at two and a half. Well, reports have come out that Mae Young, one of the greatest female wrestlers of any generation, has passed on at the age of 90. So, our condolences to the family. Um, she will be greatly be missed, especially when, I, especially seeing her beat up one of the current uh, heel divas, which is kind of fun to watch. But yeah, she was still in, like fighting about like. Like a week and a half, like a month, year and a half ago, I think it was. So she wrestled across nine decades, yeah. I think. No, 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 about five, about seven decades, give seven or Seven decades, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a ten-bell salute for her, but unfortunately, since we're kind of running low on time, we're going to have to skip the, the ten-bell salute. Plus, no doubt, the uh, WWE programming will be all over it. Definitely. Uh, so, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it, and and we love what we do. So definitely support us. If you have any questions, issues, comments, flames, trains, planes, automobiles, and so forth, just let us know at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. If you want our latest updates to our podcast, uh, you can find this at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, we've all been, all, the entire staff has been picking up jobs, so we haven't been able to update as much. And I've been trying to get as many of the videos out as best as I possibly could. But um, if for some reason you're unable to get to our site for our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. And... Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. I mean, I actually had to... I spoke to a friend of mine. She wants to leave us a five-star review, but she doesn't want to use iTunes. I'm like, use Stitcher. You can do that there. And I can say hi to my friend Kay, who who talked to me about, about our podcast. She liked how we've come a long way with audio quality and so forth. Well, we do our absolute best here. So uh, thanks, for the, thanks for, for the words. Definitely check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. Um, last thing that went up is the Castle Point videos. Um, this week, the I, I am shooting for the Sakura Matsuri fashion show and the videos from CloverCon. I'm hoping that those will go up um, later this week. If you want to follow us on YouTube and see the stuff that we'd like to do, we like to video and like and share. You can find me at youtube.com slash DJ S. Ari is at YouTube is at Ari22682. And Mako Chan is over at Jupe Luna. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> I think I have to drink some tea after this. Twitter. Twitter.com slash anime jam session. Follow us here when you, for the latest on our website, photos, videos, everything. Anything in regards to our website, social media, videos. It'll hit Twitter first, so you can definitely get the jump on it and check it out. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at DJRonMaS. 
Ari is at the Ari Man, and Mako Chan is at Joe Videa. Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. Uh, we're up to 2,469 fans. As I keep saying, just thank you. Thank you for liking the page. Thank you for liking articles that we link to it, photos, videos, everything. As long as you keep liking it, we'll continue to add on. And I have to retweak the the watermark logo for photos, and the AAC photos will be going up shortly, followed by photos from Taki Season 16. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjeronmas. Mako is at Mako Makochan Kino. Makoto Makochan Kino. And Ari's over at Ari Rockefeller. But as I said, we're on the VOG Network Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Thursdays at 1. And we're not the only geek-centric show on the network. There are tons of other programming that you should definitely check out besides us. If you like pop culture, movies, television, books, British programming, Doctor Who, all of that, we have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture and Understation Live. Four different programs that covers all of that from like four different point of views. So definitely check that out. Um, if you like what we do, you should definitely check out Electric Sisterhood. They're um, they're like us, but more from a female perspective, and they're on before us. So check us, check them out at eight at eight p.m. And then we come rolling in around nine twenty for our pre-show, and we come in right after that. If you like. Warcraft and MMOs, check out WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW at 12 and Horde House at 10. Girls Gone WoW is strictly World of Warcraft and Horde House is WoW, Star Trek Online, Final Fantasy 14, League of Legends, all kinds of MMO news and coverage. And don't forget to check out the cornerstone of the VOG network, the power block, the, the core programming of this network. It's the Bobby Blackpool Show starting at 8, followed by Orange Dodge Radio at 9. Two gaming, two shows about video games, independent gaming, the culture, the lifestyle, your voice, let it be heard. These two shows will give it to you and then some. Ugh. Okay, peoples. Last words. Let's start with Mako-chan. Um, I'm looking at chocolate truffle recipes so I can make truffles for Valentine's Day, but I got sidetracked by moonshine marshmallows. Oh, <laughs> Lord. So I... Oh, both of those. Well, yeah, I've, I've never attempted to make marshmallows. Uh, chocolate truffles and things like that are my uh, usual go-to candy. Mm -hmm. I've never had to actually break out a candy thermometer to do anything. So I'm thinking I might have to experiment and make moonshine marshmallows so I can make drunken s'mores. This just gets better and better. Yeah, because I'd probably have to do a... Uh, Probably uh, some sort of infused vodka chocolate to go with the s'mores. So it'd be moonshine marshmallows and probably like a strawberry vodka chocolate. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody's getting is getting their chocolate on. Nah, I'm just bored and looking for things to be creative with. Gotcha. <laughs> 
Atari. Yeah, thanks for the uh, gift card to Amazon you gave me the other night. No problem. It's already been spent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. On a uh, SD card reader and uh, that Sailor Mercury uh, statuette I was looking at. Oh, nice, nice. The SH figure art one? Yep. Sweet. Don't understand why I insist on posing them uh, not, like, pigeon-toed, you know, with their toes pointing mm -hmm. inward. That doesn't really speak a whole lot of confidence, but, uh, you know, that's just me nitpicking. We all nitpick, so it's quite alright. And for you? Um... I had I flipped over my reservations for my Sailor Venus SH figure arts to CD Japan because they're like sixty bucks cheaper with shipping. Because I'm buying two. Not a word out of the peanut gallery. Hey, it, as soon as Jupiter comes out, I'm getting two of her. So, no no words out of this peanut gallery. That's not happening because they can't find a box big enough for her her and her tits. <laughs> they will find a box big enough eventually. They have to ship them freight. <laughs> <laughs> they'll have to they'll have to ship them separate. <laughs> tits sold you'll, separately. You'll get, yeah, you'll get the Jupiter figure and then a little box with her tits in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're horrible. That's just horrible. We're just terrible. Just terrible. And Gamer Girl X has her plans for baked goods ready at Katsu, so she'll probably realize I'll be falling behind her like a zombie. Baked. We're doing the, uh, oh wow, that smells good visual gag where uh, the guy's like leaning forward and floating in the air. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I gotta jump back on my PS3 and check out some of the, more of the free games again and, and catch up with TV and other stuff. And the weather's getting kind of nice, so I'm appreciate. I'm very appreciative of that. So, and I still gotta take my damn tree down. Yeah, mine's still up. At least it's not lit. No, mine's not lit. Yeah. Um. Next week's next week's show, uh, we will have Seraphita cosplay on along with um, Yaten Seiya from Kinmoku Revolution. They're going to talk to us about Otakon Vegas and Anime LA. And I'm going to talk about the winter formal I went to back in December. So that's going to be fun. Okay. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and that also means, like, Bioshock Infinite is free for PS Plus members, but I have not seen it pop up on PS Plus. I have not seen it show on the PlayStation Store. I may have to go check. Um, and yes, Active, I have to pick up the MLP uh, comic omnibus. Um, let's see, that's just about it. Well, it's a new episode next week, so I think that's it. Oh, and thank you to my friend Ixie Pixie. For my awesome Christmas gift, an import Japanese Sailor Moon cup, a Hatsune Miku squish thing, and cut out cardboard, cut out pictures of Luna and Artemis, along with um, with, with uh, the super with the S bow, which is pretty cool. And Raging, I could leave my tree up till July, cause it's this thing is two feet and it's sitting on my on my shelf. I could, but I won't, cause I need space. So that's it and we're done um yeah that's it so i'm ranma i'm ari and i'm mako chan great fight great night see you next week
bitches. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. I hate you. Heart. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VODNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane.